Welcome to Speak Sex. I'm your host, Evie Redisi, and today we have our Halloween special episode, and celebrating it with me is the Goddess Collective. Yay! <laughs> 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 We're not the same as they sound right now. <laughs> I know. Hey! <laughs> harmony today's topic is revolutionary witchcraft or wicca as a form of farm resistance or witch uh, work as radical feminism this is the topic we feel that you know now that the veil is thinnest around halloween or samhain which is the name of the holiday in Wicca, and it's one of the you know four main holidays in the year. Um, we can actually take advantage of it and talk about how and why the ancient practices, right, and like uh, the respect for nature that women have always done, um, are still the way for us to find our power back within patriarchy and shake it off if we can. So um, let me introduce you in case you haven't listened to our previous Goddess Collective um, episode. <laughs> uh, my guests going around the table are Ayana James Stevenson, uh, who is known as Ayana the Model. And she's an all-around creative and muse and my dear friend. And she's currently working on a film about polyamory, fetish, self-love based on her sexuality. So welcome again. Thank you. And uh, Jade Lily, um, also known as Shoot Me Jade, that's hey. her Insta <laughs> handle, and she's the photographer par excellence of the Goddess Collective videography. She's currently working on the Art Basel show for the Collective. Um, please check out her Instagram. She's very very talented. Welcome, Thank Jade. You. Um, and Gianna Osset uh, is the jewelry designer for the line Soul7. Um, so she has a new collection coming out uh, right now. I'm ready to come out, I guess. Art Basel season. Yeah. yeah, and the Art Basel collection. And she's also working on a new project, which is a tropical edible community garden in Little Haiti. Um, so that will be very exciting to go visit when it's ready. I'm so looking forward to it, and that's perfect for what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Um, so welcome, Sol, Gianna. Thank you. And Dina Edin is the songstress, and hey, hey. <laughs> she's a beautiful, magical voice, and she uh, is going to perform at the Best Life Festival during our Basel. Yeah. So you can catch her there and, of course, on Instagram. Okay, sweet. And the uh, last missing here in spirit uh, goddess, member of the collective, is Jasmine Nicole. She's a painter and a digital artist, and she's currently sending us her love from New York. Yes. So miss we miss you, you Jasmine. Miss you. <laughs> Within, you know, the system that is prevalent around us, the dominant you know, culture and the dominant language, all of these things, you know, like magic and, you know, darkness and the dark arts and, you know, the mystical whatever um, practices that we don't know about, you know, are scary. 
when in fact they are ancient, you know, pretty harmless because they're all based on like do no harm. At least that's that's the motto for all Wicca and witchcraft. Um, you know, they involve like the the old remedies for you know healing and curing herbs. Um, you know, gardening. Uh, respecting the changes in nature, the seasons, the full moon, the new moon, you know, like really basic stuff that we especially in like this contemporary uh, super urban world where we're consumed by social media, which is not quite real, right? We gain a lot from being conscious and, and respecting them. So like knowing wh what the moon is doing out there, <laughs> right? Uh, knowing what the earth is doing, what's seasonal, you know, and kind of like having a sense of what our ancestors um, in the most ancient of times, you know, before even like men, let's say, and, and what we call patriarchy, which is the system of like marriage and taking the guy's name and carrying his children and all that stuff, you know, had, had come into being, um, that way of life was there. Um, and, and that it's a way of living in harmony with our, you know, brother and sister animals and the nature that we all come from and going back into and come back out from. So um, that's what we're going to discuss as, as a form of magical praxis, you know, magical practice, which is grounded in nature, but also grounded politically. You know, it's it, it, from, a, from a feminist political point of view, um, it's, you know, it, it's uh, what, Again, you know, like the male establishment, the masculine, whatever you want to call it, the religious establishment, the political establishment, late capitalism, whatever you want to call it, they have not taken it over. I don't know how. <laughs> I really don't know how because they're so good at coopting everything. But like they have not coopted magic, you know, because it's still like kind of underground. Um, and maybe because it's also still a little like frightening, like sex, <laughs> right? So anyway, um, and, and, I, and I feel like, like there should be a resurgence if there isn't, yeah, yeah. Um, right now. So do you, any of you want to speak to this? Um, I feel like the establishment that we're talking about, like that overarching establishment of um, just control actually really does use magic. And this can be seen in the CVS or Walgreens symbol. You know, it's a cauldron with magic and stars going mm. into it, you know, or Disney. Mickey has a magic hat and a wand. And, you mm. know, when you're watching Disney Channel, you're, you're doing that magic wand. Mm. So magic has been used and still is being used in modern day. Um, and it's just a lot of people aren't aware. But, you know, they say the most magical place on earth is Disney. You know? right. So they're literally telling us or yeah. Macy's, it's the magic in you. You know, all of wow. these corporations and businesses have been using magic on us wow, and they've truth. been telling us that magic is, you know, bad or that we shouldn't use it because they don't want us to truly tap into our power. And I feel like it's what you were saying in terms of the power is just in nature and being connected and knowing that connection. And then from there, everything else just opens up. So, right, yeah. yeah. And the ultimate magic is, of course, like birth, right? Yeah. That, I feel like that's why it started as women's practice, because like everyone respected the fact that like woman, woman's body could 
make life literally literally like, into another portal a different yeah. dimension yeah <laughs> and that right there is, it's magical right and that's know? the energy we try to tap into when we you know call for like north south east west and you know create a, a circle right and and pay your respect i feel that i feel like you know in the same way that we as women we're connected to the lunar cycle right and especially like you know usually you menstruate period, on the full yeah, moon exactly. or, yeah you know yeah. we menstruate, menstruate on, the same time as like your girlfriends your roommates you know, we're very connected <laughs> that, yeah. that oneness can be seen in that yeah. And I think even in that, <laughs> you cannot like have your period at all. But then as soon as you link up with your girls, yeah. it literally right. just sinks, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think that in itself is magic in the sense that yeah. we can really, in the same way that the, the moon has that control or that tide where it can control the tides, you know, we also have that with one another in which we kind of, we, um, mm-hmm. our energy affects each other you know mm-hmm. we have that connection mm-hmm. so and I think that's important to to realize too yeah yeah and this you know I mean they say the body is made of of water I forget right the percentage 70 percent but I don't think and again you know I'm, magic is my science right so I, I feel that like what what the, the the general culture calls science is just another like subset of magic. It just has its own words and its own symbols and systems. Um, so I don't know its language, but I feel that this water is not just what we think of as water, like coming out of the tap. This right. is the magical energetic water that right. communicates with like the oceans and right the water in other creatures around us and yeah. right it, it's all like linked connected right like water holds energy mm-hmm. so like the water that we drink holds the energy of whatever it's surrounded by exactly it's that synchronistic flow you know yeah. so if you're drinking water straight from the beach, you're getting that energy of the beach. You know? right. But if you're drinking water that from a plastic bottle like or from yeah. tap, it's yep. a different type of energy. And you can mm-hmm. feel that. You know? Oh, yeah. And it's just like water is just that natural element. It's that nature. And um, anything that is just connected to nature in, in essence is magical because it's that... that, mm-hmm. that I, I don't even know how to explain it. Just that unseen um, ability of things to just have movement, to have you right. know, soul to right. be connected yeah. to us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like growing your food, like you're mm-hmm. doing. You know, when you see something germinate out of you know a seed, of, like, that's it. Yeah, and yeah. some of these seeds are so small. It's like it's yeah. literally growing out of thin air. Yeah, you know, or like yeah. a little piece of a sand or dirt right. grows a huge tree. Yeah, and when you think of it, all of these seeds hold that potential and that power yeah. if they're planted in the right space. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, like I've learned. She's so- to go in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. But also like what, you know, that's also why it's so important what we put in our body, which is our magical temple, right? right. So that like we're as close as we can be to the to source of the food. Right, exactly. You know, eat local, you know, support local. Right, like not- farmer's market. Yeah. Like the everyday people, a lot of the food that we eat, we don't even know where it comes from. Yeah. You know, it's it's not even grown in our neighborhoods or locally. Like it literally has to cross a border. It sits on a plane or a train or whatever it is and it just sits there and sits there and sits there you know and it's been coated with some form of chemical to maintain Mm -hmm. its its desired look where you know it doesn't rot naturally so a lot of the food that we're eating has been so processed even Mm -hmm. the fruits Mm -hmm. you know and 
our bodies are where that we are the magic. We're the, yeah. the complete yeah. magic because yeah. that energy that is in everything is seen within us. We yeah. have the potential yeah. to tap into yeah. that. Yeah. You know, if we if we are aware of that. Um, so what we eat and what we put into our body is the first and the, the most important step to true magic. I feel because you. if your body, if you aren't connected to that source, then mm-hmm. it's harder for you to connect. And we have so many things that are coming against us to disconnect us from that source. Mm-hmm. So that's why it is so important to eat healthy, yeah. you know, um, and, and to be conscious and to just make a choice and exactly. say, you know, this is, you know, this is who I am. This is what I stand for. I mean, just the idea, like I had no idea until I, uh, until like recently with the tariffs and whatever, how much food comes from China? Yeah. That, how, it, yeah. Forget the fact that it's so, you know, far, in, inconceivably far. Right. But also like those people don't want to be making this. Like exactly. this is not grown with love. No. Right. And this is just kind of like made out of despair or, you know. Right. Or like worse. a lot of it. <laughs> I've seen lettuce that has been grown like right. on water just with a chemical drop, you know, and yeah. that's from China. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's yeah. too many people quote yeah. unquote in China. Yeah. So like yeah. the fact that China supplies yeah. the food for all of their people and then us as well, that says right. a lot about the quality of food that we're mm-hmm. eating mm-hmm. on top of that. Right. And like corporate, you know, I, I feel like corporate farming the same way as like, you know, corporate uh, whatever livestock, you know, we should just all be boycotting it. Yeah. Why are we la- la- that lazy? You know, the, the, you know, to me, the idea that we just walk into Publix and buy stuff that's like pre-sealed in plastic and we feel okay with that right. is insane. It is. But we have to recognize that first, you know, mm-hmm. like a, a lot of people don't realize what's really going on or that that everything that we're eating is coming out of plastic and that that disconnect from nature is making us disconnected mm-hmm. to who we really are. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't recognize that. And that's because, you know, societally, that's not that's not what right. we're supposed to be yeah. doing. We're and you also like you don't know who like you could we have no sense of way of knowing if it's not like you know, people who have been human trafficked or, you know, people who are, are not paid, who, who are, you know, harvesting this food, prepping this food, you know, right. getting it out there uh, to be shipped to us. So whatever all that energy, I mean, it's yeah. imagine, you know, right. how, how much suffering or pain we're ingesting right. by just like not making a conscious choice. Decision, yeah. you know, and yeah. that's just with fruit. So imagine that energy with all of the animals, you oh know, God, like that, okay. That's compounded even more because it's just like you have so many animals in one space that are feeling the same way and are fearful. They literally let out a fearful like they let their fear takes over right before, you know, they're slaughtered. So that that chemical goes into the food and then we eat that and then we wonder why we're depressed or why we're angry or why we feel this way and it's literally an energetic transfer yes you know i agree i agree i mean uh, you know i feel like if you want to eat meat that's great power to you why don't you start by like going out there and hunting it right and killing it and skinning it and dragging it and cutting it and preserving it and whatever else that. is needed right so you actually like experience what, what it is that like. you're eating yeah or um, you know or even if you're trying to move into a certain direction you know trying your local farmer's market where you know that the people that own that chicken you know killed it with 
respect to some extent yeah, because they I probably guess, raised yeah. it, you know? Yeah. And it's not saying that that is like the ultimate end all be all, mm-hmm. but just as a means to evolve until you're at right. a point yeah. where, yeah. you know, yeah. you are yeah. at a space where you yeah. can be more mindful with what you put into yeah. your body. Yeah. 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 <laughs> true, 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 true. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, like, this is stuff that I can... Yeah, yeah me too. I feel very strongly about it. Same. But, um, okay, so that's one way that one can practice, you know, magic, right? Yeah. And, and I feel, you know, witchcraft in daily life. And it's the first opener. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we have, we brought... I always open the podcast actually with like some sage and some nice. Palo Santo and you know again it's like something very basic everybody knows it but it kind of cleans and re like you know stores the energy restores yeah. the energy gets rid of like energetic toxins again like what we were talking about um, you know and on all of these things like you don't have to believe in them it's not something that is exclusive of anything else you just have to try it out and see how it feels and right. if it feels good to you that's all, all there is to it it just feels nice it smells nice yeah. uh, you know it m- lifts your mood so, um, and, you know, the same thing with, like, crystals and wands, which if, if you have, you know, you can charge them uh, in the moonlight and, like, get their energy back going. Yes. Uh, candlelight, you know, candlelight, I feel, also connects us with our, you know, ancestors, mothers, you know, long before, like, electricity and this kind of, like, permanent daytime experience. Um, so it's nice to, like, have have it around for that I feel and also you know at night without with the lights off even if you have like your phone on charging (laughs) it's like cool to just be in the candlelight you know and and connect with the way things have been you know before and even like for me when I write I love to write in candlelight yeah Yeah. it It, like changes the mood it it changes my understanding of like words and language you know and then you think like that's how the bible was written that's how like the homer's epics were written that's how you know most of our like creative you know uh mother and fathers wrote right the 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 works that you know shaped our culture in a sense so yeah um going back in order to go forward it's nice. Like, yeah. There's my little broom. And then you can like beautiful. sweep. <laughs> sweep all the negativity out of your space, you know. And like sweeping is not just for girls. It's just good to sweep stuff. To sweep. Right? right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why you usually see like cinnamon brooms like during this time. Yeah. 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 Which is nice. It's actually interesting that we, you know, however totally have all the symbols in our yeah. lives this week definitely you know? it's, it's very yeah. intuitive like whether i feel like energy it controls and it's a part of everything and whether you're you recognize it or not you're automatically drawn to it you automatically you know want it you automatically go towards energetic things you're looking for energy we are energy we're mm-hmm. energetic beings so mm-hmm. in a sense magic and energy it's all the same and it mm-hmm. and it rules everything it rules this yeah. plane this plane yeah. whether we recognize it or not yeah um yeah yeah and especially if you find yourself in like uh you know if you're moody or if you get depressed or you know if if stuff within you is churning right yeah. and pulling you downward you know f- uh, 
looking at it from a place of energy instead of like, you know, mental illness or mental unease. True. That's so true. Right? Is very helpful. Very helpful. Very um, helpful. Because I, I feel like a lot of us can turn that around right. by changing our lives rather than like self-medicating, right. you know, which is like when in the 50s they gave all the housewives volume. You know, mm. you medicate, the, the doctors medicate you or whatever, you self-medicate, but the, the result is this numbness right. which just makes us compliant. Very true. And then we can speak our truth. We, we can. We don't know, you know who we are anymore. Exactly. It it blocks our natural chemical processes and production. So, right. you know, when you eat or when you take a pill to get happy, you produce, you know, serotonin, which a synthetic version of it, as opposed right. to right. producing your own. Right. So now you depend on the pill to get happy and you no and, longer have that magical right. process of producing it yourself to get to that point, you know? And... Um, yeah. 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 I think yeah. it goes back to the idea of um, counseling when it comes to certain mental illnesses. And I know that um, the idea of creating a conscious, healthy, um, a conscious like mental health um, foundation for this country in particular is something that is uh, swept away. Something that's, I think it's coming back. Like for example, in New York City, surprisingly, everybody and their mama got a therapist. And it's, yes. it's, it's so interesting <laughs> yeah. because when you go there, everyone's talking about their therapist and how they got to go yeah. to therapy on Friday. Yeah. And it's, come something, it's become something that's been very normalized. But it's something that has helped my friends literally transform their PSTD um, into something that's non-existent anymore. And it's the idea that you are transferring this energy because all this is this negative energy in your mind that has been built up PTSD, through all these experiences. Right, that like the happened. traumas exactly. of childhood. In your yeah. life. Yeah. Um, not even or through childhood. Or adolescence or early exactly. life. Yeah, all of Early it. life, yeah. adolescence, yeah. adult life, something yeah. that happened two years yeah. ago that yeah. you can't, you know, sit Processing past, look past. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And you need to be able to put, right. to be put in a space where you're, taking that energy out of yourself, you right. know, by yeah. a practice right. and right. by a process that right. you are not understanding is this magical process of the transfer exactly. energy that you're doing. Yes. But you need to be put in a space where you're 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 doing that. You know, you're yeah. you're transferring the energy. You're not using that pill to subdue whatever it is that you're feeling because mm -hmm. once you go to a psychiatrist and you're just like well you know yes. we don't really want to deal with this which are the worst ones you know or the ones mm -hmm. that are really not doing their job um um for for a lot of different reasons i know there's some things that like maybe you can't really get past but if you think about it like you said as an energy instead of a mental illness then you will feel like there is a solution because mm -hmm. you can always transfer energy but you can't always fix somebody who got a mental problem exactly you know, if you think about yeah. it in that particular yeah. mindset yeah. so there has to be some type yeah. of idea that goes into how you're thinking of this built up energy right. for you to be able right. to believe that you can even release it yeah. and then going ahead and doing that yeah no i feel that we've come a long way especially in america you know there's still like the majority of the world you know uh mental illness if you want to call it that you know or let's say mental uniqueness <laughs> um is hidden, right? Shamed, demonized. So especially for women, you know, who like have to be hidden away. Um, uh, so, yeah, but I, I would like to see us get to a place where we're no longer dependent on like therapists and coaches because we can actually do it ourselves yeah. through practice of this kind, right? Because right? um, it's basically the same thing. What, what the therapist and the coach is doing is, you know, we're paying them or our insurance is paying them. The, and, 
to kind of keep us in place and speak and you know and find another way of, of phrasing our story. So instead of like a story of pain and suffering, it becomes a story of like discovery or you know right. the heroic journey, right. um, you know, which is exactly what the standing around of, of energy is. And that's something that, you know, Wicca <laughs> can do just as well. There are many other practices, you know, but I feel that's what, you know, we're talking about. And then it's, it's you. And you have to use speaking in order to do it. I think yeah. that just in its most basic form, we don't talk. Right. So yeah. we don't talk to each other. We don't talk about our problems. Right. We don't talk to people We don't talk truth. We don't, yeah. exactly. We don't speak So like yeah. when you are speaking, I feel like the only thing you should be speaking is truth, you know? And if you're right. not really speaking truth, then I guess you could call it speaking, but I don't know what that is. So mm-hmm. you really what you should be doing is releasing this authenticity, you know, because the only autonomy you're going to gain for yourself is if you speak it. So right. Um, when it comes to that, basically, you can't do magic without speaking. Exactly. You, know, you have. Oh to speak yeah. And you Even have to speak the spells. Honestly, because if you speak some fish, it's not yeah, gonna work. So no. whatever it is, it has to be yeah. honest, authentic, yes. autonomous yes. speaking. Yeah. In order for anything to happen, and that's the foundation of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, magic depends on the spells, which is the ultimate way of like speaking. You know, the, the old rhymes, the way that words are put together, right? And putting your complete like heart and faith and love into them when you you know say them out to the universe so yeah and the other thing about magic is that it gives you permission to act on your desires you know as women so uh, you know like even the fact like the you know the cliche the cliche idea is like the whatever the old witch of the west or like the you know the Harry Potter or like the vampire slayer or I don't know Sabrina or I don't know whatever the you know those basic like uh, cliches but it's interesting that they they all have permission the Adams family wh- whoever they are they all have permission to look unique right they don't have to look like Stepford wives they don't have to look like Victoria's Secret models mm-hmm. so that to me already like tells us that th- that's a space where we can be you know original we can look the way we want we can ask for what we want we can feel uh, you know permission and empowered to say I want to you know Whatever it is, you know, uh, be wealthy, be successful, you know, and that's part of the whole idea of magic. We get to do that. So that's a rebellious, uh, I I feel like, in itself. I feel like with magic and just speaking your truth in general, you're able to create your own reality. Mm -hmm. You know, you're able to literally speak something and it manifests. So... As Ayana was saying, I think one of the major things that we've been taught is to just hold things in and Mm -hmm. that works against us because everything that we hold in, especially things that are negative, begin to play out in our reality around us, regardless of whether or not we're speaking it. And by not speaking and releasing the things that we don't want, we begin to manifest them because we're not just letting them out, you know, and and focusing Mm -hmm. on the things that we do want. So I definitely agree, like speaking and just also 
matching your intentions with your words is very important. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's hard with English because for instance, with English, your intention can be to, you know, understand something or to have full knowledge of it, but you'll Mm -hmm. say you understand it. Mm -hmm. And in that way, you don't fully understand it, even though you're saying that you do. So Mm -hmm. in that way, you know, our words, we have to be very intentful with the words that we choose to use in magic, especially, or when we're choosing to create our reality, uh, because our, our own words based on the languages that we know could be what's holding us back. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, that's partly what this podcast is about. You know, the speaking sex is exactly about that. It's speaking what's uncomfortable or what we don't like feel, you know, uh, have place to speak about um, in our daily lives and especially in our public lives (laughs) at all. Right. So to me, it's all the same. It's like waking the sexualized woman in you or waking like the honest, you know, outspoken woman in you or waking the witch or, you know, it's just, you know, that's like the the way to go about finding wholeness. Awakening your inner power, your yeah. inner goddess, yeah. your inner being, yeah. you know, yeah. allowing yourself to tap into that frequency because you have access to it. So it's just waiting on you to access it. You know, we're ultimately the ones in control. We have free will. And mm-hmm. that is one of the main things that make mm-hmm. us so magical, mm-hmm. you know, that ability to choose and decide what our reality or what our world will look like. Mm-hmm. So, And the other thing too, I, I feel like, you know, to think about, you know, be aware of is, you know, why were so many of those women burned, right. um, you know, killed, you know, drowned, uh, tortured, um, what was it about these like old ladies in the middle of the forest? <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, usually they were like loners, um, outcasts, you know, people, women who like look different or, and, you know, redheads. I don't know. It, it varied. <laughs> it yeah. really like, uh, there was no logic to it. It was, um, um, but, but the fact that they went so far as to have courts like in Salem, you know, in America, uh, in this country and condemn teenage girls or, you know, grandmas to death by hanging for being witches. It's just inconceivable. And, and, and it does make you wonder what power did they have or yeah. what, you know, were these like judges and magistrates and, and uh, whatever priests worried about that would lead them to actually like, you know, to something so extreme and violent, you know. I mean, these were not people like leading rebellions. These were not, you know, this this was not like a, a fundamental threat to any system. They were like individual, you know, like uh, solitary practitioners, most of them, right? Or women who had like stories to tell or had learned from their, you know, grandmas, you know. Uh, the first in Salem, the, the original, let's say, witch who actually managed to escape, but she started the whole craze. Her name was Tituba, and she was a, you know, a domestic servant from the islands, from the Caribbean. So she came to this uh, pastor's house, and, you know, it's like the endless winter, and she is entertaining the daughters, um, the daughters and their cousins, because they have, you know, it's Puritan... America, they're not going out, they're not socializing. How are they going to spend these endless, you know, winter nights? She's telling them stories. So it's those stories that gave them like dreams, and then they gave them like, um, you know, uh, they thought that 
they, they heard voices and they thought that they were taken over by the spirits that Tituba talked about. Um, and then they started naming witches and uh, the people got together and, you know, believed them and started killing the women they named. <laughs> but, but my point is, this all started from like these young girls getting access to like the ancient wisdom right that that had not been that that was still pretty pure because it came from the island culture would you happen to know which caribbean country no i don't remember i mean i can look it up yeah we should we should I find know, out um i know specifically with haiti like a lot of the women were very magical and still had knowledge to ancient practices and teachings from africa and um you know magic was essentially used to start a revolution and make Haiti the first independent state. And, right. Yeah. You know, like, and it True. was like the magic and the voodoo, which a lot of people are, you know, get scared over. Um, but really it's just another form of magic and using the earth and elements um, that led to the, you know, the first African country getting its independence, like the first slave country, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. And that right there shows how powerful it was in the sense that a lot of the Haitian women, um, the, the slave owners put muzzles on the women in order to keep us from being able to speak. So I think it's, it, it goes really, really deep. Um, but there's a lot of power in that. Yeah. She was from, by the way, Barbados. And she was a slave. Um, working for AO, which how funny is that, guys? <laughs> right? Because like, my lord. Anyway. Um, working for AO, I've only been there for a couple weeks. Mm. Um, but it's been really dope because um, her way of thinking, same thing. Like, we have the power here. It's for us. It's from nature. So why not? If it's here, why are we not taking advantage of it? Like, mm -hmm. why are we just going to close our eyes to something that could be giving us our desires, you know? Especially when it's no harm to anybody. Mm -hmm. um, and especially having the right intention could be beneficial for everybody. In her way, she does it where it creates community. Uh, she teaches about it and shows how you can... Um, Relate it in your daily life. Same thing that we we're talking about where you can get that happiness that you want and the love mm -hmm. or abundance and all that. Regardless, mm -hmm. you don't need extra tools, but it's there for you. And this is how to do it um, if, you, if you want, you know? Yeah. So for me, yes. um, since yes. I've been there, <laughs> since yeah. I've been there um, from day one, me and I have had to talk about what is my goal and intention of being in this space. And I was really coming to just help her with her orders because she was bombarded before becoming a photographer. I've had so many logistics jobs. Mm. So I love doing stuff like that. Yeah, Literally, yeah. I could close my brain off and just work. But on top of that, she needs a photographer. So I was like, yo, I'm a two in one. Can't yeah. say no to that. Yeah. So from there, we talked about um, the intention and the goal and what my goal is as a photographer and what I want. That way we can um, put it into what we have to going combine on. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And um, I told her my wishes and goals and um, all of that. And she gave me 
She makes conjured oils mm-hmm. and she gave me one to try. Well, actually two. Um, one, I haven't really tried that much. I tried a little bit, but I haven't been home. So the one I bring with me everywhere is called magnetism. Mm. And this is an oil that while you are meditating or while you're starting your day or just anything, you're speaking the intention into it and rubbing right. it on you. So yeah. It's like a little roller. I yeah. rub it on my scalp, of course. Yeah, you crown chakra. Yes. Yeah. Throat chakra. Literally everywhere. Right. Yeah. And speaking the intention Heart. into it. Mm-hmm. So like my hands, my mm-hmm. head, on my phone, my mm-hmm. wallet, my money, everything. Excellent. Yeah. And yeah. since then, it's only been a couple of weeks, but life has been coming with abundance. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. oh my God, I didn't expect this to come so fast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it happens fast, you know. Super And the fast. more you put into it, as with everything, yes. right? As with everything. But like, particularly magic, it's not at all like you buy an oil, you put it on and things are going to change. You know, you want to, like what you're doing is you have the daily ritual of putting intention in it, into the oil as you wear it. Without that, nothing's going to happen. And then moving towards it, not just, you know, going on my couch hoping that it's going to work out. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And, um, you know, I I feel that, you know, a lot of people, you know, have a sense of it as being like... um, I don't know, you know, curses or colds oh my God, or, you know, all that this stuff. Dude, I was about to go to work one day and I was smoking with a friend and this dude was like, oh, he didn't know like me and my friend, like what we work, um, what we do and all that stuff or just our daily life. And he was like, oh, there's this girl I met who practices voodoo. And once I found that out, I stopped going around her because I don't want to be cursed. And I'm like, what makes you think that you're even worthy of her putting her time to even do that? Yeah. Like, did you... Putting a hex is so time-consuming and so much work. And also, you have to do a lot of work to make sure that it doesn't come back to you. You know, like tenfold. So, it takes a lot of work. And you have to, like, gather up all these ingredients that are hard to find and you have to like you know make a few trips to the cemetery and mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> do it yeah, at the same time that's a lot of you work know, a oh, lot yeah. of energy any, for somebody to do any like decent spell them, like how the, dare you even like this the, the smallest spell done properly takes like a week you know because you, and you have to always wash yourself a certain way wash your environment a certain way it's time consuming it's not you know like people think it's not a quick fix. The same way with everything else that matters. Yeah, I put the spell on you. I love that song. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) I mean, if it was so simple, like I always say, you know, if if we could, we would put a hex on racism, sexism, (laughs) like, you know, the current president. (laughs) Like if it was that simple, right, this world would be very different. (laughs) But it's not. And also every act has a consequence, has a react. So you have to like, always be mindful of that you know and have like a super light footprint mm-hmm. um or, or you know and be ready to cleanse 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 yeah. in in order to like not have your ego invested in any way so yeah there is a lot you know but like imagine you know uh, if we had that power <laughs> i'd be i'd be changing a lot of stuff uh, like hey wait whoa. like trans trans people are so into magic, they would have hexed transphobia out of existence already. (laughs) 
Yeah, and it's like one person and you have to know that person really well and have access and, you know, and there's so much room for like, Error. You know, yeah, let's call it, you know, error or like misplaced magic. So, you know, as much as I completely, you know, encourage uh, everyone to practice it, I don't encourage like people who like, you know, hire a witch in, you know, their town and say, okay, I, you know, I want this guy or <laughs> whatever, you know, get me like the basic, you know, the basic yeah. easy right. stuff because you don't know exactly what you're going to get, but you definitely will get something you don't expect yeah. as well. Agreed. Even if you get, you know, what you want, you're going to get something you don't Agreed. want in addition. Agreed. Like, you know, there are definitely universal laws at play yeah. um, with magic and with everything that we do. Yeah. So it's important to follow those laws, even if you're not aware of yeah. them. And um, yeah, what you do, the, just the basic law of cause and effect, it comes yeah. back tenfold. Yeah. And I definitely, I never recommend for people to do spells or anything that imposes on another person's free will exactly because then that really just reflects back onto yes, you and yes, now your own yes, ability to yes, do whatever gets yes affected and also who the fuck wants a guy who you have like Done you know magical yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's like being with a robot people that have done that Right? And yes. then what happens? Like, it doesn't last. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, oh yeah. I'll well, no, tell us, story. tell us. Yeah, tell us well, the story. I don't really know the outcome of what happened, but I <laughs> do feel like it, it was a common thing in the Haitian culture because yeah. when a woman wants a man, that's just like, your life is complete on your wife. So yes. it's, it's common to kind of like force that completion in the yeah. idea. So yeah. and with so much voodoo and magic in the mix, it's like Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, p part of it is that like men are always out there cheating, especially exactly. in that type of culture and women like exactly. can't go out and cheat back. So her power is basically like, you know, going Diminished. in the garden mm -hmm. and, you know, making magic to get him back to like the hearth That's and right. where he belongs. So like she doesn't even think that she's like trying to control him. She's trying to like save, let's say whatever. Yeah. The marriage herself and stuff. But yeah, in in the process, you get a lot of like unexpected weird outcomes. It's real. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> yes. And also, even if it works, I don't know if people know this, but like even if it works, you have to keep it up. Like it doesn't work. Let's say you do like an amazing ritual, an amazing spell, and you get the guy to like, you know, want you back or whatever, you know, worship you, etc. Okay. That's, that's good for like a week, like a month. You gotta keep doing this shit, or like he'll gonna, he's gonna wake up. Then that you know you can't just kind of like rest and say okay, you know it worked. You know, like let's say like he married me, yeah, and then like you know two months later he's like cheating because you have to keep this. It's a it's a huge amount of commitment. That's too much work. Yeah. Yeah. Back when I was in college before I knew anything about nature or mm -hmm. anything about just life in general. Like before I knew anything, I remember getting like this first, my first book that's like, um, just had a bunch of random things that you can do to do different things. Mm -hmm. And at the time, this guy I liked, he had like broke up with me and I was just like, what? How dare you? No, come back, you know? And like, I ended up like putting a picture of him in a cup and I was like, come back. And I like put it under my pillow or some stupid thing like that. And like within a week he was back and I was just like, 
what are you doing here? I guess it was like, <laughs> you know? But like it didn't do anything. It didn't last. And um, I That's actually... That's what it is. Yeah. yeah I just leaved it another week. <laughs> and he actually was a complete jerk. So I'm glad that it... Well, that's didn't. also another aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, that when you're like really in love, you don't know yeah. who it is you actually want. Yeah. You know, and you do so much work to get that person. And then you finally have this person and you think, oh my God, I'm going to be complete. I'm going to be right. so happy. And, and then you like live together for a few months and you're like, he's a chauvinist pig yeah. now I'm stuck with him now I have to like do the opposite to get him off right. my life exactly it's like you never know what you're really gonna get no it's, it's yeah. yeah there's nothing better than just genuine love like yeah. for someone yeah. to just truly love you yeah. you know as opposed yeah. to you having to like put magic on them for them yeah. to be there like it's yeah. not exactly. the same at all it's not the same yeah. at all however you know speaking of like speak sex like that's basically one of the most common ways that magic has been used it's mm-hmm. like you know uh, whatever Cleopatra you know did like the spell on Julius Caesar or you know it's always like you know the woman who is the you know the witch and the temptress and she can like lure the guy with her whatever her yeah her like witchcraft which is really you know no it's like the hormones yeah. <laughs> it's her hormones yeah. he's after but it feels like magic because you know when you're into someone like you're not yourself you can think properly right there is no like logic you know you clearly are led by something bigger than you or outside your control so it's easy to call all of that magic but you know, I feel it's like the magic of nature. Exactly. It's just like a natural magnetism. Yeah. You know, like when you're taking care of yourself, you feel good, you look good. It yeah. is really easy to like attract people and pull people into your energy and mm-hmm. like to have people around you because mm-hmm. people are naturally drawn to that, mm-hmm. you know? So it's all about a vibe and like how you carry yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if you're thinking about magic as that energy, then it is all the same, you know? Yeah. Then it like, it is technically magic at the end of the day. Yeah, and that is ethical magic. Yeah, that's ethical magic. Right. Yeah, like because natural. it's free will. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. like it's not yeah. infringing on anyone else's free will. Right. So right. then it just plays into what your choice is. Yeah. And if your choice is to be attracted by this that I'm not um, making you do, then, right. exactly. then it's all free and open. Yeah. Know? Like yeah. the pheromones that you share, or the pheromones that you give off, if someone's attracted to that, it's not like you're putting a cuff on them and bringing them to you. They just naturally are flowing into your own energy because mm-hmm. that's the frequency they're on to mm-hmm. be attracted to your frequency. So, mm-hmm. Even what you said about um, having to take time to, I mean, a lot of effort to keep that person. Mm-hmm. If you aren't authentic, regardless if quote unquote magic or not, if you're putting up a front, you're going to have to continue the front. So yeah, regardless exactly. of how you see it, you're right. Yeah, point. you're still doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So True. don't. <laughs> yeah, and that's like something we do too. And when we're not conscious, we all have done it. Yeah. Until you're like, wait, what? Yeah, when you finally wake up. Yeah, when you. Where f- did I go? I know, I know, I know. Maybe they've exactly. been doing a spell on us. Oh, they do. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I think they do. Well, that's the other thing that happens. You can put the spell on your own self and not even know it. Like you know, because whatever you try to put on another person at the same time, in some way, you put on you. Oh, like you when can you shoot somebody. The right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. Definitely. Sorry, funny analogy, but you know, whatever. No, it's exactly <laughs> it's what true. it is. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's that interconnectedness, you know, whatever you do to someone else just comes right back to you. Right. You know, it's right. literally just a reflection. Right. So whatever you put out, you get back to info. Right back. You yeah. know, and that's why usually they're like, treat people the way you want to be treated because yeah. that's that's the energy that's just exactly. Come back. Yeah. And it, what what we were saying about love spells, you know, love me, stay with me, you know, be true to me, whatever, you know. Um it's exactly, you cannot expect to put a spell on someone else that is not going to also be put, placed on you at the same time. You know, the idea that like, oh, I'm going to punish this guy because I'm going to make him like crazy for me and I won't give a shit about him. That shit is not real. <laughs> it's not real. Like you cannot separate yourself from your actions, from your wishes, from your desires and from whatever you ask the universe for. You ask sure. the universe for it, that's what the universe understands. And like when we say universe, you know, whatever energies or whatever is out there, it's very simple. You know, it doesn't have like our complicated language skills and our like hints and our nuances and our whatever, right? So it understands, you know, the, the basic uh, idea of it. That's what you want, you know, in like the big picture. None of the commas and the parentheses and, you know, I want, no. So if you ask for something for someone else, that's all the universe understands about you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All the way. All the way. <laughs> yeah. I always tell people, I'm like, move. Sorry. That's how I always tell people, I'm like, you got to move with intention. Because literally, well, that it's not really speaking about where you are, but kind of, sort of, um, when people be, how you say, I, well, okay, sorry, backtrack. When I was talking about word spells, right? So for me, I like to use magic in a sense of manifesting what I want my life to be and where, where I'm going. So... Doing that, I'm not going to be saying, well, I don't know if I can do this. Well, it's not going to happen for me. Well, they're not going to give me the opportunity, but then I'm still saying that this is what I want. This is where I'm putting my magic towards. It's just canceling each other out. Mm -hmm. So in yeah. that sense, like whatever it is you are doing, hopefully not to harm somebody, mm -hmm. but if you're going to do it, you have to put both feet in and go in all the way. True. Yeah. Um, I think so earlier when I was saying that, like, if you're going to speak, speak honestly, I think that um, if you're trying to change the way that you feel and what you believe, like, like what Jay just said, um, if you don't believe that some things are might be happening for you or you think that um, some things might not be um, what's wow, that just attracted me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to think in a certain way because you're saying you want certain things but you're sometimes people say certain things and then think another way and even if you're not saying it out loud I once saw this meme that I like tell people all the time now like whatever your thoughts are are your words you're just not saying it out loud but it doesn't mean that the universe doesn't hear you so mm. whatever you're thinking you have to say Whatever you're thinking is going to be what your life reflects. So whatever you say, even if it's different from what you're thinking, then your life is going to really reflect what you think more strongly. And I feel like when it comes to our thoughts, sometimes those have more of the intention because we don't think anyone hears them. So they're always going to be the more true one. Mm. And if you want to change the way that your life is moving, 
then you're going to have to think in ways that are different from how you're used to. Like there's this one woman who I knew who was talking about type of person that she wanted to be with or the type of people that find her attractive and how it's like incongruent. And she was saying how like, well, no one's really going to find me attractive because of this or that. And we, like me and a couple other women were like telling her like, girl, you have to say it to yourself, say it to yourself. She was like, yeah, but, but the thought that you have in your head is what's really playing out, which is why your reality is this. This is why you're telling us this because your reality is this. But if you say it in your mind, regardless of if you don't believe it or not, that's going to be what the most value of intention is going to go because you don't think anyone's listening to those thoughts, but they are. So if you change your thoughts, you can change the way that your life is and you can move in a way where it's going to transform what your reality is. Even if you don't truly believe there are all the things it is that you're thinking because those thoughts that you had before are already thoughts that are going to be judgmental to your life. So you're going to have to change something, you know, right. and it's going to move and into the truth. It just makes you happier you because you become more holistic, you know, so it makes you happier. Like you don't have that, that conflict, you know, if you're actually thinking the, the things that are positive for you, I feel that's like self-love, right? And so it just makes you happier by definition. Um, whereas, you know, like kind of like, inside you if you're being whatever you know angry competitive you know uh, controlling you know constricted in some way and then pretend something else that's like work speaking of you know that you make your psyche like work double or triple hard which is exhausting psychically so it's and again it's like not worth it you know if you take a moment and think like why am I doing this like what are the rewards? <laughs> you know, what are the perks? That's always, a, I feel like a very useful thing, you know, mm. to take a moment and just kind of like look at what you're gaining from whatever you're doing. You know, your, the, the, the people you're with, your lover, you know, your work, your dreams, your aspirations, your jobs, right? And sometimes like when you look at it uh, without blinders, you realize that the reward's not worth the effort. It's just not. Yeah, so like I feel that's like my my view of lying, you know, to oneself as well as others that it's just not worth the effort, and you know the 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 peace, and therefore power because peace is power, that's that's a given, you know the peace that comes from like being honest with yourself and everybody else is like such a greater reward really? than than like whatever little I don't know perks. Of just like hiding how yeah, you really yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think that just comes back to speaking your truth and using your throat chakra to to be honest with those around you. But first and foremost, be honest with yourself. Because if you don't know what you want, then you won't be able to tell those around you what you want. You won't be able to communicate that. So I think mm -hmm. that is definitely very important, especially in a society where our voice has been suppressed for so long. Um really just actively opening and using your voice is, is really important for that. Right. Um, and we were taught, you know, I mean, I don't know about you all, but like my mom, you know, told me like, don't trust people, don't tell the truth, you know, do not humiliate yourself. You're always embarrassing me. You know, I'm like three what? or four. Jesus. And it's like, you know, no, you know, like this is not good manners or a lady yeah. doesn't do this or, you know, don't raise your voice. Don't put your elbows on the table, you know, like walk with a book on your head. So you walk a certain, 
everything was like for show. Yeah, like you know, it's like you're trained like a goddamn like racehorse or something yeah, to be and, a certain way, right? And you, whoever you are is lost because the they start so young. You, they start you off like super young. Yeah, you like wear the little freely clothes and you know walk a certain way with your little little whatever doll like purse. I mean, yeah. it's insane how young they started us with the like programming. Yeah, yeah, this programming which was like false identity. Right. Yeah, and like just shut up, keep your tongue, you know, like. Shut! Do not say anything. Do not say anything. Be quiet. That's all my mom ever told me. Yeah. You know, you can't trust people. Be quiet. <laughs> yeah, this is like what I got. <laughs> I, mean, I know it's it's wow. it's crazy. I mean, yeah, like, it's pretty relatable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. people really go through that. About it, it's like, oh wow, yeah, yeah, Same. yeah, yeah. It, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that those things will happen you know when we're three and when we're really young just trying to take on programs and learn how to be in this world and then you know when we're older we we wonder why we're not able to talk or effectively communicate or speak our truth or you know let people know how we're feeling and it's because when we were children or when we were young adults we were told that what we have to say doesn't matter or not to speak and um, it really just takes breaking through that programming and unlearned, unlearning to relearn something that is more beneficial for you really comes into to play. Right, there. right. And it all like, comes from thinking for yourself. Yeah, right? definitely. Knowing how to think outside the box. Like right. we're as a society, we're given a box and we're told to think in that box. Yeah. And we're told not to question authority and not to ask questions right. and, right. you know, not to like be your own person based on just thinking how other people will feel. But once you learn to do what you want, regardless of what anyone's going to say, you really right. give yourself the freedom yeah. to be who you are because you're un you're yourself unapologetically, you know, right. and yeah. you're true to yourself. Right. And then you find out, shockingly, like no one is punishing you. You know, like right. with the way right. they present it, yeah. it's like the world's going to come to an end. You're going to be friendless, homeless. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> right. like, you're gonna get in yeah. 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 It's like, wait, what? You know, so yeah. when you first, I mean, for me, it took like leaving my entire continent, my culture, my language. I had to be somewhere where like no one would know like my name, <laughs> my family, my parents. It, they were so far away. Right. And even like my, my books, you know, that when I wrote my books, my first book was the story of a vagina. And then the C word was like in every sentence, speaking of like rebellion, it was like an exorcism, you know, like why am I not supposed to say this? Let me try. <laughs> but my point is I, I didn't agree to have it uh, translated into my native Greek. I still haven't. Mm. And like none of my books have been translated in my, in my language, you know, when my parents pass, maybe. <laughs> So like even even now, when like my entire career has been about speaking truth in a sense, you know, speaking truth and speaking sex, um, I I I am mindful of their limitations, you know, and I don't want to like shock them or have their friends, <laughs> oh you know, God. go up and, and, and I don't want them all to discuss <laughs> in their vernacular, um, you know, in their eighties or seventies and you know what. <laughs> What all I'm doing? Oh my God. <laughs> I know. But I mean, it's not their fault. They were raised this way. It's like really no one person's fault. But I feel like, you know, we can each make a choice for ourselves. And then 
if we have children, right, pass it on to our children, and that's how we change, you I know, the world. <clears throat> blessed is the family that allows their child to be free, you Amen. know, and doesn't um, put on those restrictions. I think, if anything, it's a buildup of trauma and anxiety, because mm -hmm. like we just said, like, there's no real punishments out there. They're not going to throw anything at us for yeah. being free, <laughs> but it's just like the programming that they went through and what they think is needed to be accepted in, you know, the work field or just society. I think so often they um, just put their children in a box because they think they're supposed to live the mundane and right. fit in. Right. So um, it's just freedom of thinking and having that um, free spirit and free space to, mm -hmm. you know, allow yourself and others to do the same. Mm -hmm. So I actually, I'm, I can attest to my mom being a free spirit. Like she did definitely have those traditional because you know she's also from haiti um traditional things you know that she tries to implement to me but i think overall she promotes you know the freedom and my choices and just like living my best life so yeah that's at, at the end of the day yeah. it's what it's about like yeah we're in this vessel for a reason to like yeah just live out what we consider is best you know for ourselves yeah um yes to that I think sometimes we also forget it's not that our parents are trying to make us not feel free or feel liberated they, they just the want us intention. to be safe yeah yeah safe. don't yeah. want anyone yeah. to do harm knowing that mm -hmm. um, a lot of things that could make us different are things that people get ridiculed for mm -hmm. so it's just keeping you safe from how like we said how they were taught and how they made it up until this point they don't mm -hmm. realize the harm in it obviously because their intention isn't that but just different ways to go about it yeah yeah for sure that's we're just what honestly like it, it was this time now because yeah. it wasn't yeah. always this true we're so yeah like, for sure for sure especially as women yeah. for sure yeah yeah new age or like a yeah it's a new age it's different world yeah you know there's yeah. a shift an energetic shift that's yeah, happening it's the queer in so, age exactly yeah. so the so truth and you know the, the mm -hmm. veil of deception bless you babe the veil of deception is has being removed and we have access to the knowledge mm -hmm. and it really just takes us seeking it now or allowing mm -hmm. it to come to us yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean uh, yes to honor like our mothers and you know they they came from oppressed societies you know they had uh, gone through a lot you know they had been subjugated they'd gone hungry so it's like they learned this one thing you know keep your head down and keep don't yeah and keep going yeah <laughs> like survival yeah. you're lucky you've survived and don't ask for find more find the little things that you yeah. like here and there that make yeah. you happy yeah. and keep it moving yeah yeah no no, no more no, no more no more <laughs> yeah thank you but no more. Thank you for us this far. <laughs> we'll take it from here. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, like they're killing the planet. So, hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> might as well let us do our thing. Yeah. Might as well go out with a bang of truth and magic. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I think now our parents learn from us in a way. Yes. You know, it's kind of like that True. switch in which we're able to do things a certain way and they see us, you know, be successful with that. And like all the things that they might have told us, you know, don't that do. That they were like terrified yeah, of. Of yeah. us doing like you going out and being a creative and living on your own and starting your own non-traditional life, you know. Yeah. That probably was very like scary for our parents at one point. But it still is. There's no one to show them yeah, that. Yeah. You know, so we're literally there to be like you know the water is okay the water is clear exactly Come. yeah yeah 
Yeah, then, come with us. Yeah, come with us. Like, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. No. Well, for, you did it. Okay. I feel like it inspires them in a lot of yeah. ways, and I think that's very beautiful too. Yeah. I think so. I mean, you know, like in my case, you know, my mom and her mom, like my mom, all the neighbors would come every morning after that went to work, never in, in his presence. And like she'd read the coffee grinds, you know, everybody's like morning cu- coffee cup. And then they would leave while she's like, you know, cooking, doing the dishes. Like she didn't even think about it. I mean, she was like a Christian, you know, and she like sang in church and her father was the priest and she didn't think about it. But she had that knowledge from her grandma who was like the village herbalist and did like, um, you know, cured everyone. And I, w- I would call her the village witch, you know, but at the time she like was the midwife and the healer in town. And, but she had like blessings for everything, little writings, you know, that she would read to the people when they needed, you know, rain or... So to me, yeah, that's like the witch. But you can call her that because that would be so scary. She's a good Christian woman. You know, she's like married to the butcher. (laughs) Um, But that's what I'm saying. Like those ancient traditions passed down kind of like quietly in silence unspoken at the same time that like the, you know, the very obvious traditions of like going to church, you know, and like marrying who your father wants you to marry and, you know, like following the, the tropes were passed on as well. So, you know, if we dig enough in all that shit that they taught us, you know, deep down, there is also like the good stuff, like the magic powers. <laughs> yeah, it's just, we gotta look for it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then oftentimes it's not even called magic, but no. you know. No, wait, no, yeah. no way. But yeah, yeah, yeah for safety too. Yeah. For safety yeah. back in the day, so. Yeah. But, you know, even magic can be found in the church. You know, a rosary is literally just crystals and like oh, yeah. pearls or whatever the oh, case it may be, you know. Or Wait, like, the Holy yeah, Communion. Yes. The Holy Communion Singing is like the... prayer, like, <laughs> like all of that chanting. Yeah, yeah. that's Chanting. He's exactly. asking for forgiveness and yeah. being grateful. Yeah. Yeah. But the I've, offerings. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think the the major difference is just like with religion, the power is taken from you and placed into like a holy figure, and right. then a with, male holy figure. Yeah, for the most part. Um, yeah. Whereas in spirituality, you have that power because you're yeah. able to access it by it's being a right. Part of exactly. Yeah. 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 But like you know, the holy communion—that's the ultimate magic. Like other than giving birth, this thing where you. The transmogrification, you know, where like the wine and the bread or the wafer become the blood and, mm. and, and you know, and body of Christ yeah. um, every every week, just because like the priest says the magical words mm. and prays the magical, you know, uh, psalms and 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 whatever. It depends on like your your specific uh, type of Christianity. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, that's like magic, hardcore magic, like okay. really ancient stuff. Well, thank you, ladies. Thank you, Ayana. Catch us in December. Thank you. Gianna, Tina. Yeah, it was awesome. It's always awesome. You have to come back again for our next like Speak Sex special. Hopefully when you know, yeah. our fifth member is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'll be sweet. She always has a lot to say. Yeah. I know she would love to put her two cents. Yeah, she would have. Okay. Dope. But yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah, and uh, until we meet again, Speak Sex.
could make love incessantly, I would be gone.